Norway are now establishing a message and dawah center to enhance the Norwegian dawah. If you donate to this cause, you will inshallah reap the rewards of thousands of Muslims coming back to Islam and many of those who become du'at and invite to Islam. So click the link and donate now and share the video for extra rewards. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And welcome back to the realest podcast in the dunya, The Three Muslims. Today we're joined with the usual host, Brother Fayad. We're missing one, but he will be here shortly, inshallah. How you doing, Fayad? Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, bro. Alhamdulillah, I'm doing well. How are you? Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Tamam, doing good. You know, when I, the video we're going to talk about and the video we're going to react to today, when I first saw it, I was obviously, I think like a lot of people, very mad. I was very upset. But I don't think that's going to be the vibe of the stream, inshallah. I don't think we should, you know, come off very harshly or strongly, nor do I think that we will, inshallah. Because the Prophet ﷺ, he said, the best of us are those who have the best of character. So, yes, we're upset. We don't like certain things that some people say. But, you know, the, those emotions don't always justify harsh reactions or insults. So throughout the stream, inshallah, we will not be insulting Logan Paul, nor do I think we should. And I don't want to see anyone commenting disrespectful things as I've seen people already starting to do that. So inshallah, don't do that because we represent Islam. We are Muslims, alhamdulillah. And uh, let's keep it firmly for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I mean, bro. Now, before Brother Anhal comes on, do you want to give a brief description about what we're going to be going into? And to the viewers, quick PSA, guys. Stay tuned. We got one of the biggest guests we have ever had on the channel. Inshallah, this is going to be a huge podcast in March. 2023 inshallah we can't we've been advised maybe legally maybe pr wise i don't know but we've been advised not to mention who it is so we're not allowed to mention who it's going to be but biggest guest you can imagine inshallah this is going to be huge march 2023 stay hyped inshallah this is um this is one guest um that's happening <laughs> or one guest oh uh, bro listen we're not gonna we're not gonna confirm nor deny that but <laughs> inshallah we can get uh dr zaki hell no bro hell no bro, he, can't, this he, bro, he can't have a normal conversation bro. it would yeah. be like 30 seconds and then he'd probably fall asleep poor guy yeah but alhamdulillah everything's confirmed um we're not gonna mention anything else inshallah this will be filmed internationally so please get hyped and stay tuned for that. Bismillah. Inshallah, Yerab, inshallah. Okay. Beautiful announcement. So um, what to expect from this video? You're going to see Logan Paul engage in a discussion with his friend, uh, George. I'm not going to play the full thing. There are many other instances in the podcast where it was a little bit shallow from Logan to say certain things. Um, you're going to see that, inshallah, you know, some of it, but we're not going to include all of it. I mainly want to include the religious stuff because, you know, as Muslims, alhamdulillah, um, we don't have to deal with a lot of these, you know, problems, problems people put forth in the name of religion because people like Logan, you know, atheists, whatever, they love to put religions under one banner and just deem them all, you know, crazy or backwards or, you know, extreme and all these things. But this is a um, this is a just a very easy scapegoat for them to get away from the problem of religion and having to deal with it. They don't want to have to intellectually deal with religion. 
and the idea of God. And they can't actually intellectually deal with the, with the idea of religion and God. There's no logical basis to disagree with the idea of God. There's no logical basis to disagree with the idea of religion. So what do they do? Oh, look what this group over there did. Look what that religious group, look at, there's every religion has a religious group that does crazy things. All religions must be bad. And it's just a very easy way to have to not deal with it. And we see he does that with Jordy. And he actually puts these terms onto his own friend. But without further ado, we have our brother here on Hill. Salaam alaikum, bro. Walaikum salam. May Allah accept your salah, bro. I mean, bro. I mean, I, I told me. the viewers that we got a huge guest coming up March 2023. Not who it is, but that's all they're going to know. And I'm sure. What did you think when you when you first basically got the confirmation from us? Uh, let me put the volume down. Sounds like you're yelling at me. Uh, I was amazed, bro. But then again, like, I don't know. The more, the more I be, I can't even speak, bro. The the longer I'm a Muslim, nothing really is a surprise anymore, you know. Subhanallah. Alhamdulillah. Subhanallah. Okay, and then Rami gave a little bit of a, a disclaimer to everyone that we're not trying to entice any type of harassment or bullying towards Logan Paul. None of that. All right, he's already kind of created somewhat of a controversial reputation himself so we really don't have to do much anyway um we're here to dissect some of the clips and i say we we go in without further ado all right i'm just gonna add the video bismillah destroy families bro it destroys countries it destroys the well, that's world part of his argument exactly so but i'm fighting for everybody and so i really did get hurt when we're joking around you're like oh yeah he, you believe in uh christians and and uh, uh, they they hate gays and that crushed me because there's a lot of people that I love that are gay. So when you put me in that box, I'm like, bro, I am the farthest from. I that. ain't putting you in any box. You are putting yourself in that box. <laughs> no, no, yes, you are. Can yes, I ask you, you something? Can I ask you something? Okay, there's a mass shooting. A white guy does it. Do I look at you and be like, all white people are on the fence to go do a mass shooting? No, I don't put you in it that box. It wasn't my decision bro. to be white, so that, uh, that argument's irrelevant. I would have said it was your, I would have said atheist. It was your, it was your decision to be a Christian. Up a school. Well, no, Do because a lot Okay, so I want to pause it just right there to to jump into it. You could see it's already hectic to begin with, you know, and you could tell there's there have been a lot of previous discussions between George and Logan on the topic of religion, all that stuff. Mm. And I think it's good that George is just a little bit fed up. Like you're constantly putting me in this box, calling me these names, calling me these things. And unfortunately, religious people actually experience this a lot. You know, especially when people don't want to actually, you know, intellectually engage with you on the subject matter of religion, they will just put you in a box. Actually, it happens in politics as you know as well. You know, you're just a liberal, you're just a libtard, you're just a this, that, the other. They love to throw people in boxes so they don't have to, you know, actually engage with you and deal with these um, intellectual answers that some religious people give. So, but I like what Mike added at the end with the whole discussion because Logan made the argument that, listen, I didn't choose to be white. You chose to be a Christian. It's not the same. Mike said what? He said, a better argument than an atheist. Because Stalin was an atheist. He did horrible things. You know, what about the, the Western people who colonized our land and did terrible things? He's a Westerner. His parents are probably Westerners. He's probably, you know, born from a European family. We don't look at him and say, oh, you guys did this. You guys did that. You're all the same. And again, he would say, oh, I didn't choose to be X, Y, Z. But buy yourself an ice cap. Actually, my, my man, I'm, I'm ahead of you. So thank you. But regardless, you can, you can argue. And I'm willing to argue this even on, even on the behalf of Christians. 
I would say that Christians don't actually choose to be Christian. What do I mean by that? If a Christian genuinely believes that Christianity is the truth, you don't, you don't choose what the truth is. They believe it's the truth. I don't think it is. They believe it's the truth. They're not choosing what the truth is. They believe it's the truth, so they accept it. Same thing with you being an atheist. You think God does not exist. Therefore, you're now an atheist. Am I going to link you up buddy-buddy with Stalin? That wouldn't be fair. Same thing with us being Muslim. We didn't choose to be Muslim in the sense that uh, we're making up a reality now. We genuinely believe Islam is the truth. We want to do what is best for us in our life and worship God and submit to him. Therefore, we are Muslim. So you can even mm -hmm. argue that religious people don't really choose to be religious, but that's just what uh, you know the arbitrator of truth has dictated. What do you guys think of that in the clip that we just saw so far? I just want to watch the rest of it, bro. <laughs> All right. Before I formulate an opinion. Bismillah. A lot of people that have different religions are shooters. But my point is I'm not running to label you, bro. I, I would rather want to sit and understand you and learn from you than judge you and put you in a box. There's also a lot of denominations that have come around to the idea of homosexuality. I think I think that stating, that's the, that, that's, stating that Christianity in general is a homosexuality hating religion is a is a is like a blanket statement that does not cover the entirety of the truth. Well, also, it's not true because if you do not love thy neighbor and that means gay yeah, or straight, but, then you are not a child of God. Bro, that is about, literally quoted about, in the Bible. Yeah, but what about conversion therapy? Like what, do, what? What is conversion therapy? Something your church does, George. Stop saying my church, bro. I don't know what. But it's something your but, but church it's also, does. But it's also something what that. Are you but it's also about? something you that. Don't church, know what, what's my church name? I don't know. Exactly, bro. You do this is a lot. It a church. That practices yeah, Christianity. These are, these are blankets. Is statements. it a church that practices Christianity? Yes or no? Yes, but the church so the Christian that did that, church runs conversion therapy. So does the I think so, that's does Catholic, the so does atheists. So do atheists. There's but also, a lot of also, I think that's atheist church. No, it doesn't. It's not, what are you talking conversion about? Conversion therapy is not a, a church sponsored exercise. It's a scientific. <laughs> and I, I would. Exercise. I don't have this stat, but I would argue that there is a probably a higher concentration of conversion therapy classes or courses, whatever the fuck they are, in Christian churches. I would like to see. The stats to back that. Actually, that's I would. I, 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 I would. I both of you guys are completely because, wrong. There's because, religions that will put them to death. No, 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 no. Because what I'm saying is, I my my argument would be that the majority of conversion therapy happens as a result of parental uh, recommendations that are not back that are not necessarily backed in religion or anything. Besides the fact that the parents don't want their kids to be. Mm. Tra tra uh, transitioning into something that they believe they're not gen oh, in a general. Oh, also, like, I, there, this is. There's so many different factors and so many different situations here. The way the way things are delivered is a massive thing. Logan, as you said earlier, notoriously, and I and I've stated this to him, he knows this, has one of the worst deliveries ever when it comes to criticism, when it comes to talking about things. He's a big swinging egotistical cock in arguments. And that's a fact. Do you want to know why? That's a fact. Do you want to know why? But, but, but let me not, not no, to but bash you. No, just, you, just, you know, you bash me. You, you attack Go my ahead. character. No, no, I have it. I have no, it. no, I said. I have it. I'm he's just, not saying you. I'm did. not bashing I just anybody. I said it. Oh. What I'm saying is in arguments, you, you do, you say, you call it yourself. You say, I like to pull out my swords. And you fuck people up. You slash, yeah. you dice, you, yeah. you cut. Yeah. Comes with good. A lot of good comes from it. Well, listen, it's not always. It's not always productive for a conversation that has such intellectual um, variance and so many factors. When you put someone against the fence, a lot of times it changes their their confidence, their understanding. Real conversation that drives pro productive conversation and productive debate 
is is comf- is should be comfortable in nature that takes place in a respectful if something environment. Something that I say makes you uncomfortable because of the substance of the sentence. It's not the that substance. That is your it's fault. not the substance. What is it's it? The, the delivery. delivery. It doesn't 100%, 100%. matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yo, they say you treat others see, how you want to be treated. If I'm in a debate setting, Jesus how I want to be treated is with truth and rationality. It's your delivery. Your delivery. Well, let me speak. Let me speak. Because I, 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 I don't want I, I, anybody to get upset here. While I definitely agree with you, we we've talked, about and you this are right. Times. And my my delivery is You're something very harsh. That I, very harsh. Yes. Treat others how you want to be treated. Right. Yeah, but rule. nobody wants it. Do I don't want to be babied, bro. Wait, I don't want to be babied like in either. Though, but some people aren't. I don't like to... it because it turns out it's not true. Everyone wants to be coddled into the truth. Everyone wants to be handheld and walked up the mountain with a buddy instead of climbing it themselves. But what about I, what you want? I don't get, fuck with that. What about what you want Fair to get enough. out of the conversation? Like, and I've had this conversation. I've had this talk with you a million times. What if the intent is for you to get a productive response from the person across from you. Yeah. So so well, when no, no, you no, say no. so when you say you want you don't want to be babied, what if you want them to produce the most meaningful and effective argument that they can so, so that you can have the best and pr- most productive conversation? And if I tell you that your approach and your delivery is hindering their ability to produce an effective argument, would that change your approach? In a work environment, absolutely. And and I will coddle in a work environment. If it's I need if coddling, I need if I need something from not, Kevin that not, is like a serious sticking point, I will gather myself before I have the conversation, take a deep breath and try to convey the information in a way that it's going to most suit Kevin. And that's even a new thing for you because that was because of you. No, because of you, because of you in a work environment. Fine. But if I'm talking about religion with someone who I love, sorry, bro, I love you. (laughs) So I'm going to be harsh as fuck with you. I ain't holding back anything. I'm bringing out my swords. Same with you. And you know that. Oh, me and you are fine. I I love, I love you guys. I love you guys. So I'm going to attack you two the fucking hardest. That's how, that's just how I am in my life because I know that that, that veil of love will never go away. I I have a, I I have a question. I want to read this. Um, because we're speaking about love, and we I did not know we were about to talk about this. I swear on everything. Okay, so before they go on, we're almost at the halfway point. Sorry if I if I had to mute it. I was I was just gonna say the positive too, bro. Perfect. Timing. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I apologize for the uh, the cussing. That was my fault. I forgot to remove the um the swear words. So forgive me for that. But uh, yeah, what do you guys think so far? It's a lot of yelling, huh? Listen, I had to make a quick announcement, bro. Just to the viewers, we got so many announcements today. Before we go right into this, um, we have a brother. That will be Alhamdulillah joining Islam today, taking the shahada with us. Um, so we're gonna put that towards the end of the stream. Make sure you guys stay tuned till the end of the stream. This is live, by the way, um, for that, inshallah. But pertaining to you know what we heard so far, I don't know this guy much compared to you know the other two co-hosts, George and the other brother. But what they're saying, you know, I'm not here trying to argue with Logan Paul or agree with him or disagree with him. My point is the substance behind what people say now for me i care about those that are around me so i kind of don't want them having their eyes closed all the time and i do want to tell them the truth but now there's a way to say it there's an emotionally intelligent way to say it and then there's a way to say it just to you know act controversial there's a lot of youtubers you guys know who i'm talking about i'm not gonna name any names but people that just try to act harsh and controversial and blunt and aggressive for no reason if I got to say what needs to be said. I'll say it, but there's a way to say it. Yeah, 100%. I don't know, bro. How about you, man? You've been silent, but you've been very loud with your movements. He reminds me a lot of myself before Islam. How so? When, when my ego was uh, very, very 
very big because the way he speaks is it's not emotionally intelligent it's it's almost like emotionally retarded and i only say that because that's that's how i was mm. before you know it's like if i saw something i wanted to convey it exactly how it was truthfully i didn't want to sugarcoat it i didn't want to make it pg-13 block anything i want to say it exactly how it was i didn't care if i was hurting their feelings or what and i used to say the same thing oh if you got a problem with it like it's that's on you that's on you man like i'm just telling you the truth but it's like Faya said there's emotional intelligence and you have to understand that everyone is going through their own thing in their own life and it's not about coddling them it's about understanding where they are emotionally where they are intellectually where they are in their life right now, what can they receive? What can they not receive? You know, so it's like when you when you understand that, then you understand the words to say that are either going to disarm someone or that are going to arm the person. So again, it's like you can still say the truth, but you got to put your ego aside, man. Like what makes you think, what makes you think that what you're saying is like, is it you know you, you learn one little thing and then out of nowhere you want to just attack someone and say it in such a way that it's you're slashing them come on bro like yeah come and on I, bro and you know um the the funny part is right before this clip i didn't include it because i thought that this segment would be more productive but right before this clip logan um george brought up the fact that logan said he needs a, he needs a therapy because because he believes in jesus and um and all that stuff then as the conversation progressed logan said you 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 need a therapist because jesus isn't doing it for you and then george is like okay in what aspect of my mental state do i need a therapist for and logan said your lack of emotional intelligence (laughs) so it's really funny because you know it's i and on hill as far as i know you haven't seen that clip you didn't see my the little short video i made on it you just came to that conclusion on your own just from watching, you know, his this one clip. You don't know that Logan called George, you know, emotionally unintelligent. You by yourself came to the conclusion that Logan's actually emotionally intelligent. And I think that that speaks volumes because George himself says, I think I'm the emotionally, most emotionally intelligent here. And I would agree with that, you know, based on this conversation, and other conversations he had. I think that he is the most emotional intelligence. Now, I want this to be beneficial for people. So I want to kind of define what emotional intelligence is with four kind of you know four what what you know it looks like this is the four things that basically emotional intelligence encompasses four One is that you, displays yeah yeah displays thank you or traits of someone who's emotionally intelligent one is that a person can um recognize emotion so they could see this person sad mad happy whatever then you take it a step further that now not only do they recognize it but they understand it. Oh, they're upset because of this. And it could be something subtle, you know, but they recognize it regardless. Women are very, very good at this. And George, I think, is, is good at it um, as well, as he mentioned himself. Third, and this is hard, is that you regulate and control your own emotions. Probably one of the most difficult ones because it has to do with self-restraint. And the last one is you use emotion to positively impact people, that you use whatever they're feeling to motivate them to be better and to do better. That's what emotional intelligence is. I think religious people are tremendously good at this. Genuinely. I think religious people are tremendously good, tremendously good at this because they have an aspect of humanitarianism that I'd say atheists lack. 
because atheism leads to moral nihilism. They can't prove anything morally, which segues into my next point. You know, Logan's willing to drop all these huge names, this phobic, misogynistic, all these crazy names onto his co-host without ever having an objective basis for what he's saying to begin with. You know, anything. Hmm. Sorry, oh no, go on, bro. I don't want to go on forever. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to say he's, he's very passionate. And that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But in his situation, it's blinding him. And it's uh, making him act and speak and uh, do things in certain ways, which, yeah. you know, if he was more level-headed, he wouldn't do that. Yeah. You know, like, you can get your message across. You don't, you, you're not, again, you're not, like, fully, fully filtering yourself. You can say what you have to say because y'all can agree with me when I say that I, I don't exactly filter myself 100%. Like, sometimes I might say something, I'm like, oh, damn, like, did I really say that? And I'll even say, like, yo, like, forgive me. I, I didn't mean to say that. That sounded, like, really, that sounded really bad after, like, I thought about it. You know, but it's, it's again, it's understanding where this person is. And then it's also understanding that you don't have to argue all the time. You don't have to debate all the time. You can speak about things in a very calm demeanor. And nine times out of ten, you're going to get a lot further when you do speak about things in a know in a calm grounded way and then also bro like in my own experience whenever i was this blunt with people it it never actually created connections with them if anything it created a disconnection it created it was like i was burning bridges with people that i hadn't even like formed the bridge to begin with yeah absolutely 100 percent. i think that's actually a really good way to summarize the you know emotional perspective of it and how he carries himself. Uh, and I, I second that 100%. Fry, do you have anything to add before we continue? Yeah, there was a startup thing I wanted to address, bro, if you wanted to answer that. He said, lack of emotional intelligence because George stormed out in a podcast. Yeah, but actually, if you watch that podcast, that was, in my opinion, the most emotionally intelligent thing he could have done. Because I'm pretty sure Bobby Lee, who was the guest on the show, made a joke about something that George was really emotionally affected by. And it hurt him, and you can see. And I think he actually made note that this is something that hurts him. And I think Bobby continued. So he just walked off. You call it storming off, whatever. And later after that, um, George mentions that he spoke to Logan about this before. You know, if something happens, it's okay if I, you know, walk off. And Logan said yes. Mike even concurred. And it wasn't an issue. So, you know, all three of them don't actually have a problem with it. And I think, again, it was just an excuse to back logan's um statements he didn't want to contradict himself i think it does have a lot to do with ego and i Mm. i genuinely think he's just losing the plot honestly i think he's letting his ego get the best of him and um i think he puts himself too high honestly speaking like emotionally speaking emotionally speaking i think he has too much of a regard for himself and he's just Mm. like it's sad to say he just thinks he's right um without actually investigating whether he is or isn't Mm. Kind of sad, but may Allah protect us, bro. I, uh, I mean, continue. I mean, and, and may Allah guide him, inshallah. I mean, but this morning when we were going back and forth, I want to read what, what we were talking about. And I said, I, I said, I would do anything, I'll dodge in the matrix, and I go, anything. Basically, I said, I would do anything for you to see God. I would, I would love that. I would love for you to see God when we're going back and forth on it. And I basically talk about how I would get rid of everything that I love for you to see God. And you said, would you even get rid of Bell? 
And I said, on a serious note, Sorry, if, if God came to me and said, the only way that Logan would ever see me is if you suffer a life of loneliness, I said, I would take it. And you said, wow, that is love. And it was the first time I screenshotted that because it was the first time me and you met common ground with love. What do you mean? I love you, George. Just because I don't believe in what you believe in doesn't mean I love, I don't I love get it. you. I get it. But you do, you do like this shit where we're, if you don't agree with it, like we'll be talking about something over here and they'd be like, nah, because you hate gays. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> bro, I was like, and, and, I, and bro, and I can't tell over text if you're being serious or you're That's not being serious. That's another big problem. So like- <laughs> That's it, another big problem. But, wait, like, like, no, is, is our satire and our, our it, conversation it, because, because dude, I'm going to be honest with you. So when you guys started getting into it today in this little scratch, in the group chat, which by the way, fired up quite a bit. I think you call them disgusting, which so I hit up, <laughs> so I hit up because I, I, I said you were shitting on like more time to pray. So he I said, I said, guys, I don't know if I can do the podcast. I've been shitting so much. Oh, yeah. I, and he goes, extra time for you to pray. Yeah, that's how he <laughs> and I go, you're <laughs> that's funny to me. Nah, that's yeah. funny. Bro. <laughs> that's another major like, problem. To, so like I to me, dude, I'm giggling in the car laughing at it. And George said that's disgusting, and it is disgusting. Well, it's, uh, like I, I, all I said back was ha ha. ha. And, and what did I say when we texted by ourselves? You called I, me stupid as fuck. And no, you said, I didn't. I said that. I said I am said, disgusted of your uh, lack of disrespect uh, and intelligence. Yes. And then I said intelligence. Ha ha. ha. <laughs> you know why? Because I realized he comes after Jesus. I'm coming after his intelligence. It's the two things that we no, love the most. But you love your intelligence more than I love my Jesus. No, but that's what what makes me intelligent. Is I'm not falling for the myth. <laughs> no, it's not a myth. Listen, buddy, you know what's a myth? You thinking you're smart. That's a myth. <laughs> but nobody believes that myth here. I don't think I'm smart, George. I think you're an amazingly no, smart man. No, no, no. You know. I'm an I won't say amazing, but I'm smart. You're I'm a objectively smart. You're a genius. And I think No matter how you cut it. So, yes. I thought that's why that was funny. Exactly. You said lack of disrespect. Fine, you're right. I was being disrespectful. No, not but lack of disrespect. But intelligence or yeah. lack of respect. I was being disrespectful. But lack of intelligence, that deserves a little ha ha ha. Come on, what are we talking about? Could you, you shake my hand and move forward with these conversations with love? Well, well, can I can yeah. I can I put a But it is all love. It is all love. Your your well, your I, interpretation of my love is not how how I'm dishing it out. No, it's you know and, and I will admit half of it is my fault because I'm not like Mike. I can't just like stand up to him and be like, "Yo, shut the fuck up." Blah, blah 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 because I love you so much that I'm scared if I get mad at you with this situation, then you'll really hate God. And so I get really nervous. So I talk out of love all the time until I want to fucking strangle you um, and then make you meet God. I you love, know if you I love kill God, him, brother. He will meet God. I love God. Hey, hey, <laughs> That's hey. A fact. Well. Have you thought about that? Yes, many times. If you, you kill him, him, he'll meet him. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if if I was ever going to kill a human being, now I, this is a joke, but I feel like somebody's gonna take it for real. Like I no one's gonna, no one's gonna He's take you for real. Hey, hey. By the way, when you when I texted Levin, so this is where things get fucked up. Jeff Levin, yeah, Jeff Levin, yeah. Gotcha. So I sent him. I texted him. I said, "Yo, you." Oh, he texted me. He said, "Yo, is George serious right now?" About what? In the group chat when you guys were like going at it, calling each other names oh, and no, shit. Yeah. And I said, "Yeah, bro." And he said, "Last week, George said to me, Jeff, you're evil. Kanye was right about you.'" And he said, <laughs> "And he said, no, listen." And he said, "And this is a really interesting point, bro. No, now, it's not. No, we no, were no. all roasting each other." Okay. And I said, "You know what?" 
Kanye West was right about but, you. But so, so bro, when I roast yes. you, when I roast so you, it's just no, a roast. No, just no, 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 it. no. Because agree, then you guys George. need to I, know about time and place. Because if we're sitting down having an actual honest, like, listen, if somebody just came up to me and was like, "Hey, uh, my grandpa just died," and you say, "Hey, go fuck your grandpa," that's <laughs> bad timing. And by the way, that's you'd be funny. like, "No one would ever do that." That's Logan funny. did that. And by the way, I had more deaths this year than I've ever experienced in my life. But I know that's how you deal with comedy. You don't see me being like trauma, trauma, trauma. Trauma. Bro, it's a joke. I said a joke. Obviously, I love Jews. My superhero, Jesus Christ, is a Jew. If I could be a Jew right now, I would be a Jew. Did anybody think that Kanye was going to become a Nazi? I feel like that was such a curveball. That, that was a curveball. That was a curveball. Because he was like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, bro, he was so chill with like, because he was on the other side where he was like, George Bush does not love black people. You know, and like saying some shit on that side. And for him to just become a Nazi, bro, or just be chilling with Nazis. I did not I didn't see it coming. And the way that he said he loved Hitler with that many O's of varying capitalization. Yeah, I know. He said, I love Hitler. Oh no, there's a lot of things that I love. I, I, I knew it wasn't going down the right path when he came out with that album. Um with like Jesus, oh. it was like Jesus. Oh no, careful when no, you talk about saying she a gold no, digger. No, 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 that's, <laughs> no, no, and don't finish that line. Uh, no, I ain't saying she a gold digger. <laughs> no, but Maggie's we, like, it was you know what? I'm just gonna start saying a lot of words I'm not supposed to say on the show today. <laughs> just it was like a church thing, and it was like, yo, come with us. We're gonna we're gonna go to church, and I was so excited. So I, all my friends from Arizona came, and we went. Um, and bro, it wasn't church. It was a concert. And everybody was getting super drunk out there. Look, Jesus. And they were drinking. See? But I didn't I didn't judge them. I was just like, oh, this isn't for me. And yeah, I, but I mean, also, but bro. But the Lord said. Another them. issue I have is y'all can do whatever <laughs> you want and then just ask for forgiveness and you're chilling. Yes. Yes. All right, bro. Uh, listen, listen, listen. It's so hard for me. Listen, I'm, I'm, let me just change. It's very hard for me to not pause it and say this because it needs to be said. Like, I was trying really hard just to, like, listen to this, but I, I don't even need to hear the rest of it, bro. It's not y'all, like, y'all religious people or anyone like that. It's just Christianity. We don't believe we can do whatever we want and repent and it'll be, we'll be chilling and there's no responsibility, no accountability in this life. We don't, we don't just believe and we'll be saved. Yeah. yeah i mean it, it depends on the situation you know if i if i um if i mess up and you know like forget to pray my salah or something you know i or i s s commit a sin just against myself i can ask Allah to forgive me but it's mm -hmm. the way he phrased it is like yeah. you know deliberately you know having this kind of misdemeanor or deliberately like you know harming somebody and it's like oh i can just repent yeah. and yeah, there are some denominations of christianity that have that issue with oh all i need to do is believe so oh if you kill somebody go to heaven yeah for them, they have the issue, but um, yeah, he's you see how he just he throws forth this accusation that may not actually encompass what George believes, and he does it multiple times and says, "Well, you believe this," and he he says himself, "No, I don't." He's like, "Well, your religion does." It's like, okay, but what like what does that mean? Which denomination of his religion? Just talk to the guy. I actually think George is a very nice person based off you know what he said and something he said as a side note resonated with me very much. He's like, I don't want you to hate God because of me. So I'm not going to be rude. I'm not going to. That's so beautiful, man. Mm. That's so beautiful. May Allah guide him to Islam because that's, that's a beautiful yeah, trait man. to have. But Amen. like, I, and people might be wondering, you know, why am I saying what I'm, why am I saying what I'm about to say? You know what I said in the past, what I'm about to say. 
because I want this to be a learning point for everyone. And I genuinely hope that Logan sees this, reflects on his own, inshallah, and just becomes a better person. This is, he, I think he's made it clear that he's like almost living in his own world. He's like very, very arrogant. He's very arrogant, even to the point where like he will use things in such a wrong way, like treat others how you want to be treated is something we that a person applies to himself to make the other person feel better. It's something that I apply to myself to make you feel better. It's not something where I justify acting like a arrogant, egotistical, mm. uh, you know, angry person and say, why are you not returning the same energy? Give it back to me. That's not how you use the phrase. That's not how they, that's not what they taught you in elementary school, Logan. So you don't twist things to try and fit things, you know, positions you already have. That's, it's just, there's no commonality between people like that. Everyone's going to be living in their own world in that way. And I'll let you guys, inshallah, jump in. I know he, they said a lot of like blah, blah in the middle there, but it does get back to religion, I think, in a bit. Yeah, I wanted to hit this point where you were saying that you don't, you had mentioned the point where he was like, oh, I don't want you to hate God because of me. And that you said, like, you know, you, you, you tend to think the same way sometimes with um, pretty sure like your actions and when you deal with people and stuff like this. Uh, before he was saying that, I was thinking to myself, you know, what? it's actually kind of his fault that Logan is disrespecting him in this way. And that so-and-so friends that are in this group chat are disrespecting him in a certain way and making certain jokes that are uh, basically getting to him for lack of better words and then the moment he said that when he was like oh like I, I don't want god i don't want you to hate god because of me it's like well you could see it that way or you could see it as like look you set firm boundaries and because you set firm boundaries now this person knows like look this is what so-and-so person of so-and-so religion is like they actually set firm boundaries you know so you're setting an example versus me basically acting like a pussy. I'm sorry to say it like that, but I'm going to act like that. And then I'm going to let you disrespect me. I'm going to let you disrespect my religion. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to get emotional about it. Why would I do this? If, if mm -hmm. I was atheist, right? And I'm over here saying something disrespectful to someone who is a Muslim. If they start laughing at what I just said, that's ammo for me, bro. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep disrespecting them more. I know that there is no line there and I can cross even further in. And then once they have a response, then when they get a little upset, then I know, oh, I can't go further than this because I know I've, I've gone a little too far now. But if they would have been from the beginning, if I would have said something disrespectful and they would have been like, hey, uh, we can joke around about a lot of things, but I'm going to tell you right now, my religion, this is not something that I joke around about. And if I would be like, oh, bro, like, it's just, it's just religion, like, chill the hell out. And then, and then he says, like, no, 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 no. Like, I, I don't care what you think. I don't care how you feel. Like, my religion is not something we joke around about. If you can respect that, we can continue talking. If not, then we can cut the conversation right here. Bro, I would respect that. And then not only would I respect his religion, but I would also respect him on so many other accounts uh, that I wouldn't even maybe have had those conversations with him yet. But I'll know, okay, he, if he has a boundary here, then he definitely has a clear boundary over there and over there and over there. So I got to be more respectful and uh, hold myself more accordingly when I speak to him. 
Yeah, that's mm. a very good point, bro. That's a really good point. Allah Mubarak. I didn't think about it like that because I was thinking about the more like, you know, being nice, good character side. But I think you are absolutely right about that. If he's continuing to step on your toes and deliberately saying things like he's been saying on this podcast, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, and let me let me pause for a second because this was me being harsh, and then this is me thinking about it and being like, "Whoa, I gotta, I gotta be a little more emotional, intelligent." This is not me calling him a pussy. This is just me saying, like, if you can't stand for what you believe in in a assertive way, not in a basically a belittling way where you're putting another person down or you're like just really angry about it, but in a, in an assertive grounded way well then that's mm, it's, it's not very good is it weak yeah so again i'm not saying that that's what he is but his actions are reflections of that mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. yeah that's Fine, very bro. well said bro. very well said it's uh it reminds me of this video that you know i saw by this youtuber i'm not gonna mention who i don't think they're muslim but the title basically said it's your fault if they disrespect you now, initially, before I watched this video, I think I don't know the YouTuber I'm talking about. Before we watched this video, I was like, you know what, bro? That's that's so mean. You know, that's so that's that, that's not nice. I know. And I was like, bro, how could someone say that? Like, it, it's your fault if you get disrespected. And then when I actually watched that video and understood the context, it was like basically the amount of respect that you demand and require from other people. And, and obviously, vice versa, you give that to other people. That's how much you're going to get. And if you're out here just yeah. being whatever Anho said, just being soft, being a pushover, then, you, you know, whose fault is it other than yours? Yeah. Let me tell you all a story. All right, let me tell you all a story. Uh, one time, I got picked up by uh, my two friends, and we were going to go to the gun range. And I was sitting in the back of my friend's truck, and then my friend in the front, he started, like, popping off, like, saying random jokes. We were laughing. And uh, meanwhile, keep in mind, I'm Muslim at the time. I think I'm like maybe a year or something into being Muslim. And so first he started saying um, jokes about like Indians. And I was like, okay, I couldn't help but laugh because of the things he was saying. And then he started saying something about Jews. And like, I'm not going to lie, it was it, it was funny, but I could notice like he's, he's starting to get like really disrespectful. So I'm like, ah, let me kind of hold myself back a little bit because... Like, why would I laugh at something that's, like, disrespecting another person's religion? The person, the friend who's driving is Jew. Or he was Jew, at least. Now he's Christian, supposedly. And um, the one who's making the jokes, well, he's, uh, I guess you could say, agnostic. Right? Doesn't really pertain himself to any religion. Then he said something about Islam. And the moment he said something about Islam, they started laughing. And, like, I immediately just, like, told him, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, and they had like the music on. I was like, turn the music off. Turn the music off. And then they tried to keep talking. I was like, no, 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 no. Like, let me bring it back for a second. Like, Islam, you, you don't joke about Islam. And he's like, oh, bro, like, effing chill out. Like, we were just talking about Jews and Indians. I was like, listen, I don't care what you were talking about. I don't care if we're joking around about anything here. Islam, you don't joke about Islam. And if you can't if you can't deal with that, then y'all could drop me off at home. And bro, from there, you could tell he was upset, but he didn't say anything else about Islam. From there, bro. So again, it's just it's it's placing a clear boundary in a respectful way where 
again, if it if it's assertive, people are going to respect that. And if if they still cross it, well then you do what you gotta do. You know, you, you have to enforce the boundary, you have to enforce the consequences if something does pop up. So it's just just a story to like drive it home for y'all. Absolutely. Allahumma barak, bro. I mean man, anything else? We have one super chat. Yeah, we, we have actually two super chats, so we can put them up. Um, and to anyone that made it here, guys, please stick till the end. We got a live shahada, inshallah, with a beautiful brother that wants to convert to Islam, inshallah. So he will do it live with us. Make sure you guys don't leave. I'll try to bring them both up. So the first one is this one. Learning about Islam has saved my life. I appreciate what you guys do. Alhamdulillah, I'm Filipino and was learning my history and found out the Philippines has a deep Muslim history. Allahumma barak. Allahu akbar. That was beautiful. May Allah bless you, Habibi. Uh, Shazib says, Logan Paul, zero theistic knowledge, but speaks like he is academically qualified on the issue. Extremely arrogant. That's another thing. Uh, I'll talk about it maybe later on. If someone remind me if I forget. Atheists have a deep sense of intellectual and logical arrogance. Inshallah, yeah. we'll get into that afterwards. Bro, you know what that reminds me of? Y'all ever heard the saying where it's like when someone speaks a lot, they only reveal how little they know. Yeah. And usually usually it's the person that's like most quiet, that's like the wisest and has the most knowledge. Because the more you know, the less you say. Make and the less you know, the more you say. That's but not, that's not nothing against you, bro. You I'm just playing. Lot, I'm just I know you're, just, you're sharing the, the beneficial knowledge, but you get what I'm saying, bro. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, 100%. 100%. So what? What? You got a problem with <laughs> that? You, you got a problem about? with that? No, Bro, come on. no, actually, that's actually a myth. That's not true. Oh, what can't be forgiven? Uh, blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is like the me. Only, oh like my me. God! The one thing you did. It's so the, me saying that Jesus. Fucks, oh my um, God! Um, uh, no, because he says anything that is said to the Father will be forgiven. Anything for the uh, for the Holy Spirit would be not forgiven. Which one, is, which one is the Holy Spirit? The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit's in all of us. So the I can't Holy say the Holy Spirit, Spirit fucks. I, I wouldn't. I would tread lightly. But also, here's the thing, bro. Like, God's not sitting there wanting you to be judged. He's not He's not looking at you like, I can't wait till you mess up so I could burn you, bro. Like, he's it, the Bible isn't anything for you to worship him. It's for you to live a peaceful, better life. Is it arrogant to assume that God gives a fuck about me or you? No, I feel like everybody wants to be loved and to be loved by your somebody dad. who created the universe. Do you universe. think it's arrogant to think your dad loves you? Well, his dad doesn't love him. So. Oh, that's a good point. I'm that's just kidding. GP loves you so much, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much. You yeah. know what? Me and I... him have the most beautiful conversations, which is so astonishing to me because we get deep, me and him. Bro, we'll sit on the phone for an hour or two. That's odd. Don't touch the pillow. I was using that. You know what I said to Logan yesterday? And, the, and my final note on this whole religious take. If George is wrong, he goes to the same place as you. But if you're wrong, I'm not. He said that. He said that. I said, I'm just not. I said, but if you are no. on some Damn. strange chance, you are going to have to wake up. First of all, burning in hell every day. And I don't even know that you'll be able to sleep because imagine. Think about it for a second, bro. But what's no, no, burning, no, me, Mike? Bro, let me. No, but what's burning? Everything. Everything. The no, walls, but what? Is it me? No. It not, was in my energy? No, I don't know. What is it? Don't worry about that. But here's the part. Is it me at this age? Here's the part. Is it me at the age I die? When a baby dies, do they go to heaven or hell? 
Uh, it's innocent. So it, again, I'm going to say the same answer. No one knows who goes to heaven or hell but the father. If a baby murdered someone, does the baby go to heaven or hell? Well, who did he murder? Again, same answer. <laughs> I don't know who goes to heaven or hell, bro. And nobody does. And anybody who tells you they have the answers to who goes to heaven and hell. Sway ain't got the answers. I know that for sure. Um, but he did. He actually admitted that. <laughs> oh, he, he did. Yeah. Sway did have the fucking answers. That's what was the fucked up thing about as, it. As much as this conversation is uncomfortable, I'm very proud of us. And I'll tell you why. Because nobody else would have the balls to have these type of conversations out there. Are you uncomfortable? No. Excuse me? Bro, why does this man sound like an agent of the Matrix, bro? That's what everyone keeps saying. Um, he, he's Because he's just repeating the same, like, you know, critically, a, a politically correct opinion. But, like... My my friend quoted this to me once, and it was in regards to Jordan Peterson talking with Muhammad Hijab. You know when Muhammad Hijab asked him if 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 you get you know logical, rational, intellectual evidence and proof that Islam is the truth, will you accept it? And he started, or like if, if you get uh, proof that God exists, or actually no, sorry, he he asked, do you believe in God? And he Jordan Peterson asked, what do you mean by do? What do you mean by you? What do you mean mm. by believe? And what do you mean by God? And I'm like, that's so, like, the definition of God, I can understand that one. You need to define what you mean by God. Okay, that's fair. You need me to, mm. to define the word do? Excuse me? Are you serious? And my friend, he, he I remember this, this thing he said, when in doubt, create ambiguity. That's <laughs> exactly what Logan did. He was in doubt. He didn't want to have to deal with these intellectual questions that were coming his way. So he just created more ambiguity. What's burning? Mm. How old am I? When I'm, it doesn't matter what's burning and how old you are if you're burning. Are you really going to be like, oh, my God, I'm burning with, with red walls. Ow. No. It doesn't matter what's burning around you, bro. And the whole thing about if a, if a baby commits murder, a baby doesn't have the capacity to even commit murder. Like, uh, why would you ask such a silly question? Yeah, so dumb, bro. So bro dumb. A, a murder is a premeditated uh, killing. <laughs> premeditated. Oh, a baby can't oh, even premeditate when it's going to use the bathroom. Like, come on, mm. man. Astaghfirullah. Bro, I want you... I want you to think about this, right? In in the Quran, Allah tells us about Jannah and Jahannam, paradise and the hellfire. Now we're told about things like the fruit that's going to be in Jannah, but it's not actually going to be the fruit. It's just something that we can grasp with our limited understanding. Mm -hmm. So what if, what if the description of the hellfire? It's just something that we can understand with our limited understanding, but it's actually far worse than this. Like, bro, I, I woke up from a nightmare last night. And Walla, bro, like, I was just thinking, like, man, what if someone goes to Jahannam and it's just them, like, constantly repeating their nightmares? Like, they wake up from a nightmare only to be in another nightmare, in another nightmare, in another nightmare. Like, bro. That's pretty damn terrifying if you think about it. And even an atheist can agree to that. Being burned alive, that's mm. pretty damn terrifying if you think about it. Even an atheist can agree to that. So it's like, now nah, we go back to, and I, I've been wanting to bring it to this, but it's like that, who was it, bro? The sheikh or someone that said that uh, one of the atheists was like, oh, like how are you going to feel when uh, you die and you find out that everything you believed in was uh, fake? And he was like, oh, I'm going to feel a hell of a lot better than you do when you wake up after you die and you realize it was all real. 
Yeah. I think I think that's Sheikh Ahmed did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, one of yeah. the best uh, quotes that he had. Yeah, may Allah have mercy on him. Allahumma amin. 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 Absolutely. Amin. Absolutely. And um, the fact, and I think the worst trait somebody could have is is arrogance. Because not only is he is he ignorant, but he's ignorant and he's arrogant about it. And this is not me insulting him. Let me define what I mean. He does not know what he's talking about, but he thinks he does. That's the worst quality you could have in a, in a person, in any, in any given subject. Imagine I confidently mm -hmm. walked in the room and I'm just debating and arguing about how one, one plus one equals three. And I'm just arguing and arguing, no, one plus one equals three. I'm sorry. I'm arrogant and, and I'm ignorant and I'm not having any kind of beneficial discussion because it's not possible with those two qualities. And what's my reason for saying this? It's because of the answer he had when Mike proposed a very fair philosophical wager, which is called, I think, Pascal's wager, which is you might as well just believe in God, because if there's a chance that God exists and, you know, you would go to hell and be punished for not believing in him, then you should, you know, not wager that and just say, I believe in God and believe that he exists and that he's watching over all of us and that stuff. You know, that's a fair thing. But what, what was Logan's response? I'm right. I'm not wrong. I'm not. How do you know? Can you produce one argument? Please, please, for anyone, produce one argument that proves that God does not exist. There should not hmm. be one logical or intellectual atheist in the world. And atheism was honestly the biggest lie in recent history. Academically speaking, it's the biggest lie because people like Richard Dawkins have went on record saying that he knows he can't disprove God, but people think if I prove evolution, I disprove God. And that's why it's become, it's become this Darwinism versus God weird thing where you could have a world where God created Darwinism and, and this evolution hmm. and this evolutionary uh, train. Obviously, it's not fully compatible with Islam, and that's not a problem. It's, even from a scientific perspective, it's not a problem. But from a completely theistic, deistic perspective, God could have created Darwinism and, and, and that evolutionary chain, and it wouldn't be a problem, right? So this is the intellectual arrogance that atheists have. They have some kind of, you know, not only intellectual superiority, which is very funny, given what I've just mentioned, but a moral superiority. Now, why is this funny? Why is it funny that atheists have this, this weird moral superiority? Because atheism leads to moral nihilism, because you cannot prove what is right, what is wrong objectively, at least George can say, I believe theft is wrong because it's in the Bible and God, that's what God decreed. So it's objectively true. Okay. Muslims would say the same thing or something similar. Hmm. But what is Logan going to say? Oh, I believe, I believe it's wrong because my daddy said so. I believe it's wrong because everyone else says it's wrong. There's no objective standing for him. And I think that's, hmm. that's the saddest part because he's deluded in his own, his own atheism. Yeah. And bro. the problem with subjective morality, bro, is the goalposts are going to be con constantly changing, bro, 24-7. Yeah. Just yeah. look at history. Yeah. Look at the last couple of years, decades. Things that were not yeah. legal in the West alone are illegal. Things that were illegal are now legal and promoted. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just want to give some sincere advice whether they receive it from my words or the words of someone else that's in Allah's hands. But to both of these brothers, um, what's, the, what's the one the, the one that had the jacket? That's Christian. What's his name? George. 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 My sincere advice 
is to exercise your boundaries and understand like basically who you are and like where you, where you stand right like you have to have frame even with your friends you have to have frame like if i ask y'all right now when i'm hanging out with y'all do i have frame of course but there are times where i break frame and, and i'm just laughing doing myself it doesn't mean that i have to be like I'm, I'm trying to be like daddy or alpha or anything like that around you guys it just means like look this is this is what i stand for like don't don't cross these boundaries and we'll be good that's cool that's it you guys have boundaries i don't cross those boundaries simple as that and it's the the quicker you do this the more respect the more my bad the more respect you will enforce and demand without even trying to say anything or do anything and then for for logan paul paul logan or Paul, Paul, that's his name, right? Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Paul Logan. What the hell am I saying? <laughs> Logan, bro. Just chill out, bro. Just chill out. Honestly, bro, just chill out. Really. Like, you really got to chill out, man. If there's one thing that I've learned from my, from my experience and from others is that when we are arrogant, especially like this, well, it never ends good. Like, usually it ends with, like, something that's really important to you in your life being stripped away from you. So I don't want to see that happen to you. I don't want to see that happen to anyone. So just sincere advice, man. Just chill out. Just chill out, bro. May Allah guide all of them, bro. I mean. A lot. I mean. I mean. I mean you know. On Wrong, my bro. behalf. Yeah, yeah, please go on. I was just going to say a final note on this because I know we have to move on, but <clears throat> I think it's very possible because with a lot of atheists, they're not, you know, they're not atheists because of uh, their intellect or because of logic or rationality. It's usually just because of an emotional reason. Even if they, they put on the surface, it's logical, it's rational, it's whatever, there's no evidence and all this stuff. Even if they throw that on the surface, usually it's an emotional thing. So I wouldn't be shocked if, if Logan's had like a, an emotional roundabout with God and he's been asking God for some things and, you know, he didn't get it. And it was a very dire time. So he just came to the conclusion, well, God must not exist. Or if he does, mm -hmm. he hates me. And, you know, all these very sad and, you know, thoughts that Satan would come and whisper to a person. So I, I hope that, mm -hmm. inshallah, he can open his heart up enough to have a discussion wholesomely with, uh, with us or with other Muslims. Because uh, obviously, you know, we don't fully agree with George, although we, we agree generally with yeah. the things we're saying in this video. Um, he should open up, you know, his heart to the idea of God believing in God and uh, ask that, you know, guide, God guides him to the truth, inshallah. Inshallah. Allahumma ameen. All right, we're going to blast through these super chats, inshallah, and then bring on the lovely brother who wants to convert to Islam and accept the truth tonight with us yeah. live, inshallah. Uh, uh guys please smash that like button guys it really helps our channel helps produce our content and push these videos out to more people to find islam inshallah inshallah so sam writes spaghetti and meatballs i guess sure it is now thank you anthony writes on got me all hot and bothered now nah, but facts show respect to islam <laughs> i mean bro Allah Akbar. then do you guys want to read that out Assalamualaikum. Islam does not promote going into forests and recording dead people. Explains why he's religion. SMH. May Allah guide him. Also love your channel. Y'all are intelligent folks. <laughs> you guys remember yeah. when Logan Paul had that thing in the forest, bro? Yeah, yeah. That's why this is so sad because he, he had like a um.
kind of a redemption arc and it's like slowly he's been getting worse and worse but hmm. mail log item uh same person Yo, pause 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 what you know what i thought was crazy it just like came back into my mind where they were talking about like the father the holy spirit and uh the son the son and he was saying that like oh you can disrespect all of them except the holy <laughs> spirit oh hold up aren't they all the same but not even that. You could disrespect God and not the Holy Spirit, bro. Bro, wait. wait. If, if, if they're all the same, if they're all the same, they're all one, <laughs> then if you disrespect the Holy Spirit, you're disrespecting the Father and the Son. Ah, bro, that's, again, bro, it, does, it don't make sense. Yeah. And can you imagine? Can you imagine someone going up to Jesus and disrespecting the Father? What, mm. what do you think Jesus would say to someone like that, bro? Come on. We love Isaiah. We love Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, there was another super chat that I didn't get to read from the from the same person. Throw it up. Oh, here. Yeah, I also want to thank uh, you for everything you do. Thanks to your channel, I've gotten the curse. You wear the hijab. All praise belongs to Allah. Alhamdulillah. May Allah Alhamdulillah. reward you because all good is from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. All right, I send the brother the link, and he is here. What's going all on? All right. On? How's it going, bro? It's all good. All right. Can you hear us well? Yeah, I can hear you guys. All right. All right. All right. Beautiful, bro. <laughs> so do you want to give the viewers a quick little introduction on why you reached out to us, uh, I think, a few days ago? Yeah. So the reason I reached out to you guys is because, like I said, I was doing a whole bunch of research on Islam, man. So after Andrew Tate converted to Islam, I went and did my own research. I found you guys' YouTube channel, watching a whole bunch of videos. I fell in love, and I was like, yeah, I do need to get on this stream. I do need to talk to these guys because I want some more insight about Islam, and I want to go ahead and convert and make my journey, man. First of all, may, may God bless you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, may God bless you, bro. Question for you, bro. Yeah. You said that you, you were following Andrew Tate's stuff and then you saw him become a Muslim. Yeah. And then that got you curious. Yeah, that got me curious because, well, the crazy part about my story is my dad was Muslim too. But at the same time, my mom oh, and my dad separated, right? Oh, got you. Got yeah. You. So when my mom and my dad separated, like after Andrew Tate, when he converted, I was like, let me actually take, a, as I'm an adult now, let me actually take a look back into Islam and see what it's talking about and everything and yeah man it's the truth like Not after sure. reading it i'm in love man that's beautiful man. bro that's beautiful very beautiful so please bro please go into your story start from scratch man we got we got all the time in the world and and tell us where you are today if you have any questions we'll try to answer them along the way all right yeah so basically my story starts off man so i started off standing like i'm in the i'm in the u.s so for everybody needs to know that i'm in the u.s i started off staying in georgia and then after that, my mom and my dad, you know, you know how sometimes relationships don't work out and everything like that. So they end up separating everything. But when I was a kid, we did go to the mosque. We did pray and all that. But after I got like after I got separated with my mom and everything like that, she was Christian. We started going to church. So that's all I knew. So but I really wasn't too like accepting of it. But that was just all I knew from, you know, being with my mom and everything like that. So, I mean. I always been fond of doing YouTube and stuff like that too. So I got back into doing content creation and everything like that. So on that journey, I found Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate, like he basically, I know, I know everybody knows about him, man. Bless the brother, man. 
But at the same time, the life he was living before was kind of degenerate. And for him, with all that money and everything like that and all the accomplishment stuff he had to accept Islam, I was like, that is crazy. Like, that's crazy. So I had to do my own research and everything. It led me to reading the Quran, man. I got one right here, man. Led, to read, led me to reading the Quran. Led me to making a TikTok about my Islamic content and everything like that. And a lot of people have been actually reaching out to me and saying a lot of positive things about it. So, I mean, it just, it's been a, it's been a journey, man. And I think this is the next step, man. And it's time. All right. Very, very beautiful. So you mentioned you have some questions. You want to ask yeah. those first or afterwards? Yeah, I can ask, I can ask them now. All right, let's go for it. Okay. So isn't one of you guys a revert? I want to ask you guys, um, why did y'all accept Islam? Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm the only revert here. Oh, you're the only revert, but, yeah. Yeah. But nah, these these sort of brothers, they're kind of reverts in their own little way too. Okay. Every born Muslim that comes back to Islam, I mean, I would say the revert in their right. own way. Uh but realistically, I guess I guess I am the only like actual revert <laughs> revert. Yeah. Uh but man, I'll keep it very simple because I, I want the spotlight to be on you, bro. And right. I, it's it's amazing. But I accepted Islam, bro, because I just, I was at the lowest point of my life. Yeah. And when I was at the lowest point of my life, looking for all these distractions, no one around me, I decided to do like a dopamine detox, cut everything out. And then I started feeling this pull to read the Quran. And once I started reading the Quran, it's just like, I would reflect on it. And by the third day of reading it, it's like, it all just clicked. And when it all clicked, I felt these like waves going through my body and I was like, oh, oh, that's different. Yeah. And I hit up fire and I was like, fire, bro. Like I was reading the Quran and um, yeah, I had these like waves going through my body. He's like, oh, bro, you're a Muslim. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, 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 relax, bro. Relax. Like, what do you mean I'm a Muslim? And then he started like telling me everything and then it just kind of happened from there, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. Like, that's exactly kind of how I felt. As soon as I started reading the Quran, I was just, I couldn't put it down. Like, as soon as I started yeah, reading, I couldn't put it down. It's like, because like, one thing about me, I like to seek the truth. And I'm going to keep digging and keep searching until I find the truth. And yeah, I think, yeah. I think, I think Islam is it. So another thing I, I do want to ask you guys, okay, about um, what's the main key differences from Christianity to Islam? Because I know, I know, for example, um, you know, Prophet Jesus, it's, it's kind of different. Now, I know people have been telling me that, like, how, how like, they, they were saying, like, in Christianity, how Jesus' um, life's ended is different than how it is in Islam. So I want you guys to brush up on that so I can. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that. actually, bro, it's amazing. Well, that's beautiful because I was, I was talking to my brother about this today. And I was right. telling him no other way of life makes sense except for Islam. And I was talking about the different ways, atheism, Christianity, all that stuff. And when I got to Christianity, you know, I it just it became so clear to me that. It does not matter whatever people say about Jesus and how he died from a seventh perspective. Yeah. Because Jesus was not sent for us. So right. it really doesn't matter. Why, why does it matter how he passed away and whatever to you living in the 21st century? Yeah. He himself, in, in what we have the Bible today, you know, we don't think it's fully authentic. But for a Christian who believes in the Bible as it stands today, what does it say? Jesus said, I came for no one except the lost sheep of the children of Israel. Right. So what is he going to do for, you know, for random Gentiles living in the 21st century? From our perspective, he didn't even come for us. So it doesn't really matter because we know Islam is the truth, you know, kind of regardless of what Paul said and yeah. these other people who 
we actually don't even know who they are today. You know, a lot of the books were written in Gospels, or the Gospels were written in Gospels. Yeah. But um, the main differences, like in terms of creed and theology, is the belief in the Trinity. You know, obviously, yeah. that's not reconcilable, one, with human logic, two, with the basic idea of God, or three, yeah. with Islam. And lastly, making Jesus to be a divine figure. Um, he's a prophet, messenger, and Messiah. Yeah. But he's not God. And nor does it make sense for a person, for a human to be God. Right. Does that answer the question? Yeah, it does. It does. But to add on to that too, like what happens in judgment day? Like, so they, does Jesus come back? I heard somebody was saying something about that. Yeah. So as Muslims in this life, we believe that Jesus will have a second coming. Right. Because we believe that God, what happened is instead of letting the people kill him. Right. He raised him up to himself and then he will bring him back before the day of judgment towards the end times he will kill the antichrist and he will be with the muslims with the people right and uh basically and call them towards goodness and that stuff and actually it's narrated it would be a very beautiful very very beautiful time where there would be no injustice and that stuff on the earth yeah and, that and i want sense. you to imagine bro like look at look at the honor that allah that god has given prophet right. jesus peace be upon him to destroy yes, the antichrist look at how right. powerful that is and then i want you to also compare that to how a lot of like christian media and netflix how they're portraying jesus to be like the soft weak figure you know what i yeah. mean it's a stark contrast yeah it's a good point yeah yeah that does yeah that does make sense to me also um do you guys all know fluent arabic do y'all all y'all know fluent arabic no, yeah i wanted learning, to know that bro. yeah i wanted to know that we're learning okay yeah so another thing too like as far as like the prayers and stuff like that it's five prayers right so mm -hmm. if you're our you are praying could you pray in english until you learn it in arabic how does that work so the i guess the the bad news for some reason <laughs> is that you you can't pray in english yeah but but let me give you the good news okay. the good news is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most forgiving the most merciful right. so if you're learning uh, you know, Surah Al-Fatiha, which by the way, there are reverts who memorize and learn how to pray literally in a day. And yeah. some may take a week or a little bit longer. You'll right. learn it literally in no time, inshallah. Yeah. Um, and Allah SWT will have mercy and forgive those who are you know, learning how to pray but just don't fully know yet. Yeah. So you'll be there very soon, bro. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, and honestly, man, like a lot of people will try to tell you like the, the right way to do this and this is the wrong way and all that. Yeah. So listen, for myself, bro. For myself, hold up. Did this person really donate ninety nine? Mm -hmm. Subhanallah, man. Allah bless you. Allah bless you. Listen, bro. Like when I first started, I, I actually put the um this guy reciting Surah Fatiha and like going through the motions like on my phone, and right. I would just watch him and like follow along and like go with the prayer, right? And just listen. I didn't even know how to recite it. Yeah. So like we all learn how we can. Right. And again, like Allah is the most forgiving. So he understands exactly yeah. where you are in your journey yeah. and exactly what you need to do in order to like keep progressing. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Another question I have. So what's the biggest lifestyle changes coming from like Christianity to Islam? I know it's a praying five times a day and like it's certain things that are haram that a lot of the stuff that go on in the West is haram. So, yeah. yeah, I know, like, for one thing, to another thing, like, relationships, like, that, can't do that. You can't do that. You need to, you need to get married and everything like that. Yeah. So, I want you guys yeah. to brush up on that. Maybe, like, some of the things that, like, are haram, the key things that are haram for men to do in Islam. Yeah. 
Okay, so first thing I wanted to say is, is uh, subhanAllah, bro, we had this another Andrew Tate fan that came on the channel, converted to Islam. We did a whole live like Shahada. He asked us a yeah. lot, or asked me a lot of questions about Islam. And him and a lot of these people that are coming to Islam, one of the most common questions they ask is, how do we navigate relationships and marriage and all that? Yeah. So yeah, I think it, yeah. would be, it would be suitable, none other than Angel, who is a revert himself, to kind of okay. talk about how his view on relationships has changed, how it's a little bit more easy in some ways, a little bit difficult in other ways. Right. I mean, I was just going to say one point and let y'all say like another point, but I could speak about that if you want. Uh, With relationships, man, like I'm coming from straight degeneracy before <laughs> Islam, bro. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat it. Yeah. Um, I was I was actively trying to talk to many women, but Allah, bro, Allah has, is the best supplanter. Right. Because in 2018, okay, I was actually engaged. I right. was not Muslim. I was Christian, kind of. Actually, yeah, I was Christian. I was Christian. I was Christian. <laughs> I was engaged to this Christian woman. And then 2018, she ended up leaving me. Wow. Now, this, bro, this was like a pivotal point. Because for me, um, it was it was very hard. I'm not going to lie to you. It was very hard. Yeah. And in that moment, it's like, uh, I can't say I was close to God. Yeah, but I knew, I knew, like, okay, I have to stop talking to women for some time because clearly there's something wrong yeah. here, like with me, not not her or like the whole relationship. Like, sure, she had her problems too, but yeah. I'm saying with me, there's something wrong here. So, I think I spent like a year and something where I was just completely celibate, not talking to any woman whatsoever. And then it's like after that, I started trying to actively look for women. Now, again, Allah's the best planners. None of that worked out. Right. It's like a lot kept me celibate so yeah. that I could learn, so I could actually grow and heal from everything. And yeah. then when I became Muslim, then Allah like made everything clear to me. It's like, look, this is why, you know, this was going here. This is mm -hmm. why this didn't happen here. And yeah. this is why this here. He was basically preparing me for this because had I experienced the degeneracy before going into Islam, maybe that might not have been the best thing for me. Yeah. But I know that when I came into Islam, like it was very, it was very understandable. Like, oh, yeah, you don't actually have relations with a woman before you get married because right. if you do, it blinds you to the red flags yeah, that could possibly does. be there, right? Yeah. Exactly, bro. So, I mean, for me, that, that was like the biggest thing in terms of relationships. Um, but the biggest thing that I wanted to say, like, I'd say the biggest change that I've been seeing or that I had to make in my lifestyle was um just constantly constantly going to a lot bro yeah constantly going to god yeah because i not to bash any christian or anything like that but that was one thing that i didn't like it was because most christians that i knew they only went to god when when they needed something it was never a thing to where that you call on a lot all the time it was never that yeah. it was never yeah, that yeah yeah hmm. and that's it man that's it, bro. For me, there's way and, more, but like I want to yeah. keep it simple. I want to yeah. let the other brother speak here. Yeah, and I wanted to touch on his beautiful point there that as Muslims, we're not shy from intimacy, bro. We don't have right. any weird rules like you want to get up in the church. <laughs> you got to devote yourself to God. You're celibate. Yeah. None of this man-made stuff. You can have one wife, and if you can treat them equally, you can have more than one wife, right up to four. Right. 
Um, right. But the main message is we're not shy from intimacy. The Prophet, right. peace be upon him, he went to the youth, you know, the Shabab, and he told them that uh, all of you guys, if you have the ability to get married, get married. You know, but right. if you can't, then fast. Um, right. So in Islam, we're not shy about marriage or intimacy or anything like that. But we have a permissible way and then obviously a non-impermissible way, right? Um, right. So that's really it, bro. Yeah. So the advice is obviously if you can get married to get married. Um, but that's all I'm going to say. Bro, and let me actually slide back in here. In, bro, when you when you are worshiping Allah and you are getting closer and closer to Allah. Right. And he puts a woman in your life that is almost like a direct reflection of you. Like y'all are on the same level. Y'all both growing. Y'all like on the same, y'all been leveling up. Y'all at the same level. Right. Bro, it's something else. Like nothing, no other woman that I've ever met in my life yeah. compares to my wife right now, bro. Right. And that, so that's good. a beautiful thing, bro. And, and again, like I do not believe that I could have ever experienced this had I not been Muslim, had I not been getting closer to Allah. Yeah. Yeah, that does make sense, man. That makes a lot of sense. And that's all I'm starting to see, man. The more the more information I get, the more it makes sense to me. And I mean, if y'all don't have nothing else for me, I think I'm ready. And let me let me ask you a quick question, bro. Are you single? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, so I'm single. There's there's a lot of technical a little bit more techie cases when you when you deal with christians you know let's say they accept islam they become muslim they open their eyes to the truth right but let's say they're married they have a wife so now you know we got to give dawah to the wife uh they gotta inshallah become muslim and then you know you guys get married but for you it's 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 almost a blessing that you are single so it's just you and now you can worry about you know finding the other half inshallah yeah yeah absolutely inshallah type so just before we get started first i want to give a brief note for myself it's I want to say first for us, it's beautiful that you're already concerned with what is halal, what is haram. Yeah. And I want you to, as you learn about these things after you become Muslim, you start practicing. I want you to first learn about why these things are important. Right. You know, why should you be concerned with what's halal and haram? Right. You know, these these beliefs are fundamental. You know, oh God, God says this is halal, this is haram. Why do I obey God in these regards? Right. It's because God is all-knowing. God is all-wise. He created you and me, the universe, and life and death to test who is good in deeds. We know that anything God tells us to do is good. And anything God tells us not to do, that thing would have been bad for us. And understanding those things makes it a lot easier to understand, you know, and uh, to understand why you're doing them, why you're avoiding them. And um, it makes it easier to practice those things. Right. So with that being said, I have to ask you some questions just so we know that uh, you know, you understand Islam correctly. Nobody's right. misinformed you and all that stuff. Okay. So, and they're really simple. Don't, I'm not going to give you any trick questions. I promise. Okay. <laughs> so do you believe that there is one God worthy of worship with no partners or associates or, or sons or daughters? Yes. Perfect. Do you believe in the angels? Yes. Do you believe in the prophets and messengers that God sent? Yes. Do you believe in the books and the revelation that God has sent with his prophets and messengers? Yes. Do you believe in destiny, that God has a divine destiny for all of us? Yes. And do you believe in the day of judgment? Yes. Perfect. Do you believe that the Quran is the unchanged word of Allah? Yes, I do. Perfect. And with that being said, you're going to, inshallah, repeat after me. Okay. First, I want to I ask you guys if, if you, if you want to do it this way. So can you guys see my screen right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
I can highlight the words so you can see them as we say them. Do you want to do it that way? Yeah, yeah, that works. Okay, so just repeat after me. Ashadu. Ashadu. En la. En la. Ilaha. Ilaha. Illallah. Illallah. Wa ashadu. Wa ashadu. Anna. Anna. Muhammad. Muhammad. Rasul. Rasul. Allah. Allah. Now just repeat after me in English. I bear witness. I bear witness. That there is none worthy of worship. That there is none worthy of worship. Except for Allah. Except for Allah. And I bear witness. And I bear witness. That the Prophet Muhammad. That the Prophet Muhammad. Is the final messenger and prophet of God. Is the final messenger and prophet of God. Allahu Akbar. Welcome to Islam. You are now our brother in Islam. And everybody, warm welcome. Assalamu alaikum to our brother in Islam. May Allah bless him. We already have a super. Feel good, man. Allahu Akbar. Georgia boy. Feel good. Yo, feel good. That's what's up, man. May Allah bless you. Bro, it's it's gonna feel it's gonna feel different this next month. That's all I gotta tell you. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Someone made such a beautiful point in the chat. Let me let me find it. The Allahu Akbar is coming so fast, bro. It instantly disappeared. But they say wiped clean of all his sins and given good deeds for them. Subhanallah. When a person accepts Islam, Allah forgives them for all of their bad deeds and their sins of the past and lets them keep their good deeds. So what does this mean? This means that any Muslim who is sinful, you know, and has good deeds and whatever, but they have sins, our brother might be a lot better than them right now because he has no <laughs> sins on his plate. No <laughs> sins on his plate and only good deeds. Allahu Akbar. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. So what does, what does, what, what, you know, should life look like now? What should our outlook on life be? Some people have this perspective. You don't seem like the type, so this is not about you, but some people have the perspective and the thought that, oh, once I accept Islam, uh, my life is going to be easy peasy. God loves me. I'm good. What does Allah say in the Quran? Allah says that he created death and life to test which one of us or you know, the ones who are good in deeds. Allah is going to test us. We're going to be tested with good times and we're going to be tested with bad times. It's possible that you walk into the next step of life and it's an adversity where God is testing you. It's possible that you're Muslim for 10 years and then God decides to test you with something difficult. But what did the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, say? He said, how amazing is the state of a Muslim? How amazing is the state of a Muslim? Because when he's tested with something that's good, he's thankful to God and that is better for him. But when he's tested with something difficult, he is patient and that is better for him. Because God will test a person. And there's another hadith that says that Allah will test a person because he wills for them goodness and he wants to raise them in ranks. And you would not have gotten to this point, you know, leveling up to this point in this life or and in the next, unless God tests you. And I want to speak on my own behalf right now. Where I am now with whatever goodness I have, alhamdulillah, with whatever I know or my character or whatever, financially and being married, all that stuff, alhamdulillah, all of it, every single ounce of it, not only does it come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but it has come from Allah and Allah blessed me with these things through a difficulty, through a hardship. And it's only been through these hardships 
that Allah has really blessed me in this life. And I think many, many brothers and sisters can say the same thing about them and their lives. So the main focus for us is that we worship Allah alone and we submit to him. And brother, inshallah, we're going to stay in contact. We're going to stay yeah. in touch. Don't worry. It's not going to be like a shahada and go. You yeah. are our brother in Islam now. You are, inshallah, at the moment being the fourth Muslim here. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I want to do this again sometime because I'm still going to be making content and everything like that. And I know these people want me to talk more about Islam. And now they want to see my journey now. So I'm definitely... I definitely want to keep in contact with you guys. Inshallah, happy. We're here, my man. We're here for my brother. All right. Well, thank y'all so much, man. Alhamdulillah. We got a got a long journey ahead. Got a long journey. Alhamdulillah. What what's your Instagram, my man? What's your Instagram? I want to send you a DM. Uh Sheed underscore four five six. I'll just I'll make a group chat, bro, with all of us. Yeah, make a group chat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bro, something I want to say you. You might start getting a lot of Muslims like sending you a lot of messages. Yeah, they Beautiful. do. They're really exactly. Good. Yeah, bro. May Allah bless them for their intention. But you're probably gonna get even more now. Yeah, and it's gonna be them trying to like tell you what to do now that yeah. you become Muslim. They all yeah. have good intentions, but it's gonna be right now like it's very easy to get overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. So just take your time. Yeah, take it little by little, baby steps here, bro. Allah loves what is done consistently even yeah. if it's like the smallest thing but just consistently Allah loves that consistency bro right alright boys I just made a group chat alright alright beautiful alhamdulillah alright my brother inshallah we'll connect offline may Allah bless you immensely alright all right, y'all everybody be mm -hmm. safe man hope y'all enjoy the rest of y'all day and thank y'all so much man got a long journey ahead alright alhamdulillah assalamu alaikum bro alhamdulillah Take care, bro. What a beautiful brother, man. Honestly, that, man, that warmed so my heart. Everyone make God for him and uh, send only positive messages to the brother, inshallah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Please, guys, keep keep us all in your doors. Any advice for a person working a haram job? Listen, bro. The fact that you're calling the job haram is, is saying that I have to leave it. So what advice can I give other than what we're taught? To leave the job, inshallah, Allah will give you that which is better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 100%. 100%. Alhamdulillah, man. I I just want to end the broadcast and like go pray, man. Like that was so beautiful, subhanallah. Wallah, bro. I just want to go make it's it. Nice. Inshallah, it's nice that Allah subhanahu wa taala, you know, like He blessed us with that. It's beautiful that Allah blesses us with this, with these opportunities. May Allah forgive us and, and accept it from us. Allahumma amin. I mean, bro. I mean, All right, guys. Ago. Huh? Like when oh, you see bro. people revert, it always reminds you. Yeah. It reminds mm. you, like, that you're not crazy. That, like, it, it's actually real, you know? And it's not saying that we ever, like, doubt it, but it's, like, the was-was is always there. And, like, sometimes mm. our mind wavers. And then when we see someone else accept Islam and we see, like, they're just so on it, it just reawakens that. It, like, brings you right back to, like, that, that state where you're like, ah, yeah, like, you know what, like, this is real. May Allah bless us with uh, more Muslims to join the Ummah. Amin. Amin, Ya Rab. Amin, Ya Rab. Allah SWT says, A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Iza jaa nasrallahi wal-fatih wa ra'ayta al-nasi yadkhuluna fi deen Allahi afwaja 
فسبح بحمد ربك واستغفر إنه كان توابا Allah says when the victory of Allah comes and you see people entering in like multitudes, entering Islam into mul- in multitudes or the religion of Allah in multitudes, um, then basically praise Allah and seek his forgiveness. Indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, indeed Allah is, is ever forgiving of, of tawbah and repentance. So let us do that now, inshaAllah. Um, alhamdulillah, all, all thanks and all praise to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. <coughs> who facilitated this for us and for you guys and allowed us to be guided to the truth of Islam and allowed us to be one ummah, one community, blessed with such a beautiful Prophet wasallam, the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, as a perfect example and guide for us in this life. And uh, he will be an intercessor for us in the next. So remember, when you hear the name of the Prophet say peace and blessings be upon him and thank Allah for blessing us with Islam and seek forgiveness from him. And that's a reminder to myself first and foremost and to everyone uh, in here, inshallah, as well. Inshallah. And I let's mean, just take a second. Let's take a second to say mashallah to that beautiful beard that Rami has developed over the, the course of two years. Allah Allah bro. May Allah bless it. May Allah make it even more thicker than it already is, boy. And to anyone that made it here, guys, Stay tuned till March 2023, our biggest guest that we're ever going to bring, inshallah, on this podcast. May Allah accept it from us and make it a beneficial discussion for the Ummah. I mean, I mean, I mean. And with that being said, Allahumma atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa kina adhaab al-nar. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.